Hello, and welcome to the Connected Coach Podcast. This is a show for health and fitness prof- health and fitness professionals who are craving deeper transformation for themselves and their clients. I am Hannah Deindorfer, your fairy godmother, unicorn guide, mentor, supporter on this journey. And today, this is my first time having a guest on my show. Shit, really? It really is. So I'm so honored and so excited to have my very best friend, Danny Sheriff, here um, sharing all about HA, what that is. I'm not even going to try to say it. She will say it for me because <laughs> I cannot pronounce it effectively. Um, and how it affects coaches and imposter syndrome and all of the um, mental health issues that come around losing your period and what that means to, as a coach and a whole bunch of awesome stuff. And Danny is how do I explain this woman right here? She is courageous. She is creative. She takes on so many different ideas and projects and runs an incredible Instagram account that has her art displayed on there. And she also works full time for another one of our friends, which is insane. And so this woman is incredible. It is insane. It is insane. I'm actually hiring someone now, but people are going to be like, Hannah best friend who is this bitch oh yeah you're gonna be so jealous (laughs) you're gonna be like how did you do that it's gonna be crazy oh also we have our guest Mm -hmm. uh rufus here a new puppy so he's here playing with us and causing trouble and so there will be intermittent you'll just hear him in the background like sniffing snorting making noises making (laughs) (laughs) yes yes exactly cool so where do you want to start? Okay. So I actually asked Hannah if I could come on her show. <laughs> so guys, I have to talk to you about this thing. I, I have been speaking to so many people who work in the health and well, particularly women who work in the health and wellness and fitness industry about my very specific niche. And I'm sure like Hannah talks to her clients and people all the time about like niching mm-hmm. and the ne- the more niche you can get, mm-hmm. the better. Mm-hmm. I crushed it. You, you by total got it accident. for sure. Yes. <laughs> so by total accident, I have a history of hypothalamic amenorrhea. So we're going to now just call it HA. HA. Yep. But it is when you have exercised and undereaten and just generally stress yourself out to a point where your reproductive system is shut down because your hypothalamus is saying no let's have amenorrhea mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why it's called that and it's basically a survival or protective mechanism to stop mm-hmm. us from you know having babies and mm-hmm. to stop like you know having babies in a stressful time mm-hmm. and to also preserve energy and and take that elsewhere which is pumping your heart and blood and using brain power and Mm -hmm. although your reproductive system is extremely important it's It's not essential for survival it's not essential for yeah like short-term survival Mm -hmm. long-term survival people are only just becoming more aware to the fact that it has it does play a role and so i think that you know, it's really a case of, okay, if I don't have my period now, then I'm probably fine um, long-term, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if I if my heart's not beating, mm-hmm. that matters right now. Yeah, but why – okay, anyway. I, 
I'm not even going to go down that road right now. So I personally have experienced this as well. Um, I don't know if I've told this story on here before or not. If I have not, you've definitely seen it on my Instagram that um, when I was in college, I had an eating disorder. Um, I was running like eight plus miles every single day and eating less than 800 calories, like 500 most days. And got down to about 92 pounds and I wasn't on any birth control. So there was no reason why my period shouldn't have happened other than by the fact that I was literally starving myself and over-exercising and stressing my body out so much. And it literally took me four years after that point to have a consistent period again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which and, is now. I finally now have that. thing and a lot of people listening have experienced that too. Mm-hmm. So, and doctors are like, oh, you're on birth control. It's normal. Or you're an athlete. It's normal. Yeah. Or just, um, uh, exercise a little less and your period will come back. And it's really not the case for a lot of people. And that's why I wanted to speak to you guys so much. So I'm saying this is my niche because I'm just obsessed with this topic. Mm-hmm. I have a I'm like, why does no one know about this? <laughs> it's very unknown. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can totally get into the my theories behind that mm-hmm. but the thing is we in the health and fitness industry seem to be the most susceptible totally and absolutely i also work in the health and fitness industry in my day job and we're the most susceptible because we believe the most that the pursuit of weight loss of healthy eating or athletic performance, athletic performance, the pursuit of all those things that society is, you know, objectively saying that this is what health is and overvalues and totally overvalues. Basically, you know, we live and breathe the formula for catching a case of AJ. We create, we've created a perfect condition in which this arises psychologically, socially, environmentally, Yes, it's a social media ecosystem. <laughs> You're, we're in a little petri dish of yes, <laughs> of, of potential hormonal issues, and I mean hand in hand with eating disorders too, both totally. And that's a good point. So a lot of people really connect HA with having a full fledged eating disorder, and that is why. So my niche becomes more niche Mm -hmm. where I don't really speak to those people that much. And the reason for that is the, there are already a lot of people speaking to them. Mm -hmm. It's the people like, you know, you and me today and a lot Mm -hmm. of your listeners who maybe have disordered eating tendencies because we all do, but we don't have right now a diagnosed eating disorder per se. Uh, We really just don't fit the mold for like, having your friends worry about you. Correct. (laughs) Exactly. Like there's no out, like you're not binge eating, you're not eating and throwing up. Like there's no binge and purge. It literally is like, you just don't have a period. And so it seems like it's not that serious. And even there's like some, some cases where women are like, yay, I don't have to bleed. Amazing. So lucky. Yeah. Oh, I mean, because it is kind of convenient, right? Right. Totally. Yeah. Don't have to buy tampons. You know, don't have to worry about like and even fucking like, up some underwear. Yeah, fucking up some underwear, and even just throughout the month, like you're not going to have any cervical mucus coming right. your way. Yeah. You're not going to have period pain. Yeah, you're not going to have like 
I mean, as much bloating and, or a libido. Or yes, but then you also <laughs> don't have any libido. So, I mean, we could get to, into like why the reproduction is so important, but that's just not what this is about. And yeah. I think a lot of you guys know that. Yeah, it's really important. What I kind of wanted to speak about was this mindset that a lot of women in the wellness industry come to me about which is this i'm gonna just like give you an example of a question that i get hey how do you deal with working in nutrition but also having ha Mm. because i feel like maybe i don't know what i'm talking about anymore Mm -hmm. or i feel like i you know, have gotten wrapped up in an industry that maybe is bad for people, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Like Mm -hmm. kind of black and white thinking Mm -hmm. of, yeah. And we just love a good, like polarizing. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, that's literally the function of our brains is to create judgments, black and white, right and wrong. It's categorizing. It feels easier to, to think that way. It is technically easier Mm -hmm. to think that way. Um, Mm -hmm. and also I loved what you said so much and I literally cannot remember it right now. You, you like said something that was like, oh, it was perfect. I'll think of it. Just keep going. Just keep going. I like, I wanted to reflect on a point so much and I was like, that was so great. (laughs) Oh, maybe I'll come back up. Yeah. Um, the, the reason that this is so important is because your, your confusion kind of typically will lead you down this place of like, well, should I even be doing this at all? Mm -hmm. Am I causing harm to other people? Mm -hmm. Am I teaching them principles that got me into this mess? And am Mm. I getting them into this mess? I remember what it is. Oh, go. Yeah. Um, I just think that this fits so well into what I'm about. I just want to like say this is so good because my secret mission is literally to heal the industry that made me sick. And so this conversation is perfect for that. I just, I'm just like, I just, I'm realizing in this moment, I'm like, this is literally what we're doing. We're literally doing my work. So many other women who are helping to make that change. Yeah. And it's freaking awesome. Yes. I, my personal mission is to free women of this obsessive behavior so that Mm -hmm. they can do what their real big work is. Totally. And so many women who are listening to this also feel the same way they're like so compelled by the idea that we can love our bodies we can embrace both change and acceptance at the same time we can truly be at peace like everyone that's in my world understands that we're not about fucking starvation diets we're not about meal plans we're about empowering women to make choices about their body and feel good in that and so all the women listening are, are pretty much aligned with you. Totally. A hundred percent. We're actually in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you like step outside of the bubble and you meet someone else or you see some other like fitness influencer influencer, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I thought we were making progress. <laughs> and then you realize, oh shit. I Like when you zoom out, we're just such a small bubble. Still. Uh, yeah. And I mean, that's why I jumped in and was like, so I need to do something. Dude, so. also, sidebar, do you want to come and talk on a Friday call, too? Sure. Yeah, I think you should. I love the Friday calls. Cool. Yeah, you should do that. Cool. Um, but shit, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, that we're in a bubble. <laughs> we're in a and bubble. And so then when you come across these other, you know, you're on track, you're changing your mindset, you're speaking 
the good word Mm -hmm. and then you come across something that like stops you in your tracks challenges that that desire we have innately to have like put things in a box and have Mm -hmm. them be black and white Mm -hmm. and and makes you think oh shit I need to cut weight again like I need to Mm. lose this weight that I just started coming at peace with having or um or maybe I'm doing the wrong thing and, Mm and like that is what is valuable and that's what like human beings because it's primal right Mm -hmm. those human beings are accepting that type of person Mm -hmm. and I'm like moving away from that and I'm afraid of that Mm -hmm. and it's it's really important that we like can have blinders on to that yeah and the reason it's most important for you guys as coaches is because of the impact that you will have on mm-hmm. so many more women. Mm-hmm. There could be like a librarian out there that has HA and, you know, they'll be impacted and maybe they're like immediate friends and their mm-hmm. future children. Yeah. But when you're a coach, every single woman you're speaking to, mm-hmm. 70% to throw out a percentage out there, some huge percent yeah. has no idea about yeah. and has no care in the world about the consequence mm-hmm. and the, the fact that there's a strong ass chance that this will happen to them yeah so you are in a, spe- a place where you get to educate mm-hmm. and so when you're having these feelings and this is the main point I really want to get across when you're having these feelings of like oh I have disordered eating tendencies or oh I'm not getting my period because I'm like working out way too hard or I have, you know, something else completely different. That's not HA. Like I have PCOS or I have an autoimmune disease or something like that, that makes you question sometimes like your credibility or even if, doing. even if you're not, don't have apps, this comes up all oh the time. God, yes. This literally comes up all the time in my groups because I have women who are strong and powerful and loving their body as it's growing and they're not shredded. And so that comes up all the time is like oh i'm not qualified because i don't have abs either okay so this is exactly the same thing yes and this one thing covers it i personally as a client had zero interest in learning the tips and tricks and getting coaches getting coaching from someone who did not have to try to get it (laughs) so if if you just have like mad ab genetics good on you or you, our BFF, who shall be not be named, it, who definitely, girl. who totally is not listening to this <sighs> podcast ever. <laughs> she will never listen to this ever, so it's fine. But if she does, we'll be like, but if she does, we love you. But you know it's true. But you know it's true. I mean, there's, and some of you listening are like, yeah, that's me. Like, I have mad glutes. I have just, just like well. sick dolts. They're totally. just shredded. Or like, you're just, <laughs> which fuck yeah, I love you for that. But like, people who, you know, you track your macros and you get mad progress. Well, you know what? There are people out there that if they don't track their macros to like the like, one gram, the, the friggin' second decimal point of <laughs> like whatever you're weighing, they won't, you know, get like the same they won't see as much change as happening in their body as easily as Mm -hmm. as you will yeah so you just like ah you know what i mean i don't if you have gone through that right you have you so you want help from a coach who has been through it yeah exactly so if you have whatever you have going on because you have something going on that is a strength that you get to take in to your coaching and as soon as someone that you are working with is having this issue, you don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm 
not qualified to talk to this client because I'm like on the same level as them. Mm -hmm. It's no, I am qualified to speak to this client because I fucking understand. Mm -hmm. I've had the same experience. And it feels so good on the client side to have a coach say, I was, I was going through that too. In fact, I'm still going through it. I, I can direct you up to the point that I am at and get you to a place where I am currently. And as I keep growing, you get to keep growing too. And there's something so special about the bond that gets created between you and a client when you're both dealing with the same issues. I talk to my clients all the fucking time about how I have comparison and I deal with imposter syndrome too. And I question myself and I have these doubts and I have these breakdowns and all of that doesn't make me a bad coach. It makes me a human being and one who then can support them more deeply. And that's what one of the reasons is that I always ask you for advice on something when I'm like taking it over because I knew you before you had this business. Mm -hmm. So I have like all this context to put around about like the hard work you put into yeah. to make it. Mm -hmm. And so I don't have any stories in my head that you're not going to understand where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And you've been so open about it. Mm -hmm. And that's why people are drawn to you mm -hmm. to learn from you because you're fucking relatable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're like, I guess the point of the message is be, be relatable and yeah. also be fucking aware about HA guys. And also, <laughs> and also be open about it too. I, there's a lot of fear about speaking out about stuff like this, like saying I am dealing with X, Y, Z. Vulnerability is one of the most attractive qualities in someone online because exactly like you said, it makes you relatable. People crave authenticity. And if you come out and you're like, I'm st I haven't had my period in a year and I'm working on it. I don't know why I, I have a coach for this and I'm supporting myself in this and I'm eating more and I've gained weight and I'm fixing myself and I'm not, not fixing. There's nothing wrong with you, but I'm getting myself to a healthier place and supporting my body. That you're just going to see just so much massive response to something like that, or I'm dealing with whatever it is that you're dealing with. There's just so much attraction to an imperfect human being because most of what we're bombarded with are fucking magazine covers that where everyone is airbrushed and Instagram photos where everyone's airbrushed. Don't, don't be woke on that guys. No. <laughs> you know, it's also like just way easier time management wise to not edit your photos. Correct. <laughs> from, from a time management standpoint, fuck that. Yeah. So now I like always just totally want to pivot and just keep talking about them. Okay. <laughs> the dude, I mean, that... we can go for like, let's say 10 more minutes. I keep most of my episodes pretty short. This yes. is already the longest one. So okay, let's, let's no, go no. for like another 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want to, want to keep hitting on this idea of like every single time you stop and think like, whoa, am I doing this? Is anyone listening to me? Mm. Should I, like, how do I post something that's going to get any traction or, or create any kind of conversation with people? Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that every time I post, we're just going to talk about Instagram now because I know like that's the, the Because <laughs> everyone thing. here is on Instagram. You yes. Know. Yeah. Um, when I post something that is just so like, I'm a student here along with you mm -hmm. and I'm actually just facilitating this. I'm like the event coordinator for yeah. all of our learning. <laughs> um, then 
people are just so much more open. They're more excited to like DM you. Yeah. And I just suddenly start getting these messages from people that are like, you've helped me so much with, I got this like little YouTube channel Mm -hmm. and I just, I wear like no makeup. I I look like Hermione Granger. (laughs) I just am (laughs) on the screen. I probably talk like her too. You do? I'm very like, I mean, you're not Guardian Leviosa. I'm just like, when Guardian Leviosa. I'm so like that. I fucking love you so much right now. (laughs) And and people are are just like, yes, that's exactly my story too. Like they Mm -hmm. they see it in themselves. Yeah. I know I did my research to see how other people were also talking about this kind of Uh thing. And the ones who were getting the most um, connection with people, like genuine connection with people, were the ones that were just not full of any shit Mm -hmm. and it's so much easier to build a business and engage an audience when you don't try hard yeah when you aren't trying to pretend or trying to be anyone else except for you so here's a question and I think this is it's just top of mind because it's something that a couple of my clients have been dealing with is like how do I show up authentically online because some of them feel like whatever they put out, it feels forced or fake or like it's not authentic. It's not true to them. Like what, I, this is completely off topic, but I know, but I love it. But here we are. <laughs> yeah. I almost, I can feel what they're feeling mm-hmm. in that question. There's mm-hmm. so much pressure mm-hmm. for everyone to look like for their brand to look so pretty. Yep. And I think, um, maybe strip it back first Mm -hmm. and stop worrying so much about like the aesthetic of everything Mm -hmm. is is the place to start yeah and then just post up some ugly shit (laughs) that is that is just like true to you Mm -hmm. so an example i'm just going to give here is i just figured out how to like change the background color of an instagram story i had no idea this whole time i've been like Oh, when I upload this picture, it chooses brown. <laughs> you know, like brown and black. I'm yes. like, fuck, how do I change this? It looks so bad. <laughs> but I posted my shit anyway and literally asked, like, P.S., does anyone know how to, I can change the background? Mm-hmm. So this is just like a little example where you can dip your tone without being like crazy vulnerable. Uh-huh. Is just show, like, including people in your yes. process. Totally. I think that including people in your process is amazing. And when you, you know, the whole like CTA situation, guys, call to action, comment below what you thought. Like people can tell when your CTA is just like for the sake of having one yeah. or like ingenuine. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're creating your content, I would rather you make one piece of content a week mm-hmm. that is so from like a place of curiosity mm-hmm. from of yourself like yeah. so i'm so interested in this topic i have mm-hmm. this very genuine question for you guys yeah and i'm also not painting myself as the expert here mm-hmm. i'm bringing you into my process yeah. and also like i ask yourself this question are you one of those people who like post something and then if someone responds to you and it's like oh hey just pointing out this typo you made or hey um actually like I know you suggested this resource but I also love this resource and you want and you have this feeling of like but I 
an expert. <laughs> like, that's a thing that some people won't resonate with that, but it's definitely a thing that others do. I mean, I think it's it's protection of the ego, fear of criticism. Mm-hmm. It's not, not necessarily yes. like defending that no, thinking you know it all. It's a fear of someone else finding out that in fact you don't know a lot of stuff. Boom. <laughs> that's not like, I'm glad that she's here to like, she's broken down my thought processes in advance so I can just come to with like this thought process I'm having and then she explains it to me it's great (laughs) the other thing that I want to point to as well too about like coming online and just sharing authentically and sharing openly whether it's about HA or whatever it is you get to do it without expectation of what is going to happen as a result you don't control what other people are doing and if you are trying to perform or you're out there trying trying to show how cool you are because of xyz and expecting someone to give you something back in return you're going to be disappointed regardless of what the response is no matter how great it is it's always not going to be enough because you're looking for validation and you're looking for something in the response so when you go to share about this or anything or just post anything online do it because you love to share and you hope that someone out there will be supported by what you have to give mm-hmm. from a genuine, authentic place of, of overflowing with excitement and desire to, to share and to serve. Yeah. And if you're, and if you're starting at the very beginning, I think that there has to be more emphasis on starting genuine conversation from the same level. Like I know you want to be the expert in what you're doing, but it, it takes a little bit to get people's attention first. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that when you bring someone on and ask for their opinion first, this is like super counterintuitive to what yeah. a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. But if you can hold back on p- painting yourself as the expert and just paint yourself as the facilitator of a conversation, mm-hmm. that's how you're going to get those first few engagements. And then yeah. organically naturally then people start to paint you as an expert Mm -hmm. i think that's so important to note because there's so much in the fitness space especially of like wanting to be the expert and also pressure to appear that way or you think there's pressure to appear that way to like show up and i mean even so many business mentors will tell you like you have to create content to position yourself as an authority that's just a common thing that everyone says. I'm sure I have also said that at some point of like, you get to position yourself as an authority in the space. You have to show up as the expert. And I actually, I'm totally going to review anything I've and revise anything I've said on this because I fully and wholeheartedly agree with you that like, yes, you're the coach. And also you're a student, especially if you're beginning and really all the time. Like, I want you to always be coming from a frame of like, I want to learn from every single person that comes into my space. Like, I want to learn from my clients. I want them to teach me how to be a better coach. I want them to teach me what they're dealing with so I can serve even more effectively. And you can still make that content and, and, and still be at this level of curiosity. Like Mm -hmm. tangible example, I will do a video and I'll be like, Hey guys, like, let's talk about. I love that that's your video voice. Hey guys, I'm Danny Sharon. Wait, let me go to mine. Okay, go ahead. So today we're talking about. (laughs) I love that you just modified your accent from Australian to English, like immediately, like perfectly. Yeah. And 
I'll talk about like my experience, but then I will intersect or interject whatever the word is, <laughs> direct questions to the audience about their experience with this. So it'll be like, but that didn't really work for me. I don't know who that would possibly work for. If that worked for you, please let me know, DM me or comment me or something. Cause I'm like so curious mm-hmm. that kind of a CTA versus comment below. If you like, you know, just mm-hmm. you all know what I'm talking about. Yeah it's going to get someone to be like, okay, she really wants to know my experience. Mm-hmm. And that's really what you need. And mm-hmm. eventually you'll be so bombarded by like people's situations that then you can do. I mean, and then they should hire you at that point. At, at that point, <laughs> they should totally hire At that you. point, if they're bombarding you with their stories and asking questions, your DMs are filled with leads. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, if you want to know how totally. to get people to reach out to you, this mm-hmm. is a fantastic strategy. So we, we covered a lot in this episode. Um, yeah. I'm going to stop because we did so much. Yeah. Um, but y'all, if HA is a thing for you guys, I'm your person. Yeah. So come and find me. I have the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea podcast. And you have a program that you're building too? Yes. I heard a rumor from Vladi that you're building something. Oh my gosh. Vladi is involved. All right. I'm not building a program. I have a membership. So okay. like I was saying, I'm... I'm the facilitator of learning and conversations. Uh I'm not necessarily the giver of lectures and teachings. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And that's my genius. Like Mm -hmm. I can coordinate that shit. So I have created this membership site. It's the HA Society, thehasociety.com, where people with HA can come in and they can have conversations. So Mm -hmm. the thing that's different about this to the very few existing groups, Mm -hmm. there's just like some Facebook groups and shit that have thousands of girls in it and it's just like noisy Mm -hmm. but a lot of the groups for any kind of disordered eating related hormonal situation have the rules of like there's no speak there's no talking body weights there's no talking calorie numbers Mm. blah 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 because it's triggering for people yeah this is very valid but like i said at the beginning of the episode we're not all um in that situation Mm -hmm. and we there's a lot of us who aren't going to make progress mm-hmm. through this if we don't have that data and that kind of information. And I think it's also even more beneficial for coaches mm-hmm. because if you're giving people numbers to eat, if you're giving them macros yes. and calories and you can go in this group and you can see what are actual examples of people's body weight and, and food intake where they're losing their period, your client might not tell you that. I know you think they tell you everything, but they will, may not tell you that. And so I think it's even more important to know what these examples are that stand and where people are at, because it's honestly, it's market research. Exactly. A bunch of your clients think that a 1200 calorie diet is what is considered um, an extremely low diet. And it's true. But what that means is they think a 1400, a 1500, 1600 calorie diet is very high. And so it's very confusing. Mm. And because no one else on the internet is letting us talk about these things because it's triggering for one section of the internet, Mm -hmm. uh, it's very hard to find these conversations. And that was my whole problem when I had HA. And that is the fucking problem that everyone that DMs me has. They're like, I am this tall and weigh this much. How much weight do you think I need to gain? And like, how long did it take for you? And like, (laughs) and all these questions that they don't have the data for. Yeah. And there's a lot of blanket recommendations. Mm -hmm. So this is a group where women can come in or coaches can come in who deal with a lot of women with HA and they can talk about it from like a facts analytics and actually get help and actually get help. So also like we mentioned before, Vladdy's involved. 
what I'm doing is having a bunch of virtual events mm. where people can come in and join these conversations either with registered dietitians or nutritional therapy practitioners, therapists, life coaches, and yoga instructors mm. and then a lot of to come and talk about relationships because like so much of this is just like getting support from your partner or mm-hmm. t- communicating with them in a way that they understand what's going on mm-hmm. like i want to facilitate all these conversations in and one if you want to be a part of it if you're a coach or an ntp or a nutritionist or someone who also feels passionately about this issue and you want to be a part of what danny's doing I think that would be a great opportunity for them to connect with you about that. Yes. If body positivity, hormonal health, all that kind of thing is a part of your shtick as a fitness coach, this is probably a good audience for you to be in front of. So totally, if you're, if there's something you would like to present to a very specific audience mm-hmm. like this of these women, uh, get in touch. Yes. Amazing. Cool. Where can they get in touch with you? What's okay. the best place? So the society itself is thehasociety.com. I am at Danny Sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share your information. It's spelled as it sounds, yeah. but people still can't do it. And <laughs> and that's kind of the best place. So yeah. Yay. Amazing. Perfect. That all sounds good. And luckily Rufus has fallen asleep during the course of this podcast. So hopefully he'll just like stay sleeping for a while. <laughs> Oh, he's the best. He's very cute. Cuddles. Disgusting. Great. Um, I love you so much. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And please screenshot, share this, tag Danny and I. Let us know what you learned and what you're taking away from this. Direct quotes are my fucking jam. So if you if there was something when someone that's, quotes you, oh, it's like, who even am I? Oh my god, it's like the best ego boost of all time. <laughs> yes. So if you have any direct quotes that stood out to you, please do that because it's fucking awesome. Um, Yeah, and that's all. I hope you have an awesome day. Love you so much. Bye. Bye.